there and welcome to the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. I'm your host, Vidas Pinkavichus. Today's guest is the Dutch organist Arjan Bruckhoven, born in Rotterdam, and he studied organ and church music at the Royal Conservatory in The Hague. At the same time, he studied piano, singing, improvisation, and choir conducting. Each year, Arjan uh, gives a great number of concerts, um, both in at home and in Europe, Russia, and Australia, and in other uh, places uh, in the world. In just in 2016, he is playing in Israel, USA, Austria, and Germany. Um, the largest organ he has ever played was the organ of the St. Patrick's Basilica of Fremantle in Western Australia with 127 stops. And uh, he also played uh, at, in Vatican at St. Peter's Basilica too. Uh, as an organist and as a pianist, he had developed his own wide-ranging style of improvisation. Arjen Bruckhofen <coughs> was awarded a silver medal by the Society of uh, Education, Arts, Sciences and Letters in Paris on the occasion of his great merit of the French organ music because he performs uh, the French organ music uh, worldwide. Uh, Arian is the titular organist of the All Church uh, of Berkel and Rodendries, uh, built in 1732. Each year he plays about 450 concerts and services. He has worked on numerous recordings for radio and TV and recorded uh, about 200 CDs and DVDs. Besides all this, he's also the director of three large and well-known Dutch male choirs. As a composer, he's renowned for uh, his many compositions for choir, organ and other instruments. In this conversation, Arjen shares his experience as um, a concert organist. We talk about uh, his experience uh, with different instruments, uh, how he prepares, we go behind the scenes and uh, know all about his uh, preparation schedule, about uh, how he writes uh, registrations and uh, even how he improvises. The most important thing Arian stresses in his uh, practice and uh, concert schedule is the extreme seriousness of preparation doing the homework ahead of time. So, if you are a concert organist uh, of any sort, uh, on large organs or small organs, traveling the world or just playing in your own country, I think you find this uh, interview inspiring and uh, you will learn a lot. Let's go to the show. Thank you so much, Arian, uh, for doing this interview. I am so delighted to talk to you about your worldwide organ experience. I know you're such a traveler when it comes to organ recitals all over the world. Our listeners who come from all over the place, from 89 countries, will be delighted to know uh, your experience in various countries with fantastic and different organs. Thank you so much for joining in this show and uh, uh, welcome to the show. It's great to do. Thank you. So let's, let's start, Arian, with the very fantastic uh, uh, 
story of course you can share with us can you remember the time when you first fell in love with the organ uh, what was no. the instrument and who inspired you to begin playing I'm sorry uh, it, I, I didn't fall in love for the organ I fall in love for my neighbor uh, girl ah and I was hopefully in love and uh, she went to uh, organ lessons and uh, I thought what what shall I do uh, shall I go with her and it was nine year old so it was a very little child love you know and then um, uh, now we went together to uh, to uh, an organ uh, lesson and um, after uh, lesson 44 she stopped I can, I can remember it was greens leaves <laughs> but after that I uh, she stopped with organ playing uh, and I um, yeah till now I'm playing and uh, the love ended after a few months <laughs> I see and, uh, of course I'm, I'm married with, uh, with with my wife not the same as that girl but that was the reason that I started with organ playing uh -huh. so very funny and after that I feel a lot of love for the instrument but it started with love to my neighbor a girl fantastic you know uh, sometimes people get drawn to the organ because of of mystery right of of yeah, yeah. magnificence what was it for you that that uh, you liked about uh, in organ the most yeah um it's a big instrument uh, the sound of course uh, the possibilities you have on each organ each organ is different so so many organs yeah i live in the netherlands and uh in the netherlands you you have so many many uh different organs different styles uh temperatures uh, yeah great so i love the organ as the instrument mm -hmm. and, uh, and i think i think for now uh, all the possibilities you have with this instrument so this big variety right uh, uh, yeah. fantastic variety in the Netherlands, f uh, starting from the 16th century probably from the Nev uh, renaissance going to yeah. the baroque period uh, early baroque and later baroque 18th century mm -hmm. and to even through the romantic period and to the 21st 20th century all mm -hmm. those different uh, styles are uh, embedded in uh, in uh, in the dutch organ culture right and, yeah, yeah. and that's what fascinates you the most, right? Yeah, very, very. Mm -hmm. and also to play uh, so many different organs. Mm -hmm. the, uh, I th I, the, the oldest one I ever played is in Krevert, in the northern part of, of Holland, in Groningen. And, uh, and that organ is uh, built in 1521. And everything, everything is okay on that organ. It sounds wonderful, a little church. But it sounds wonderful. And, uh, and then when you're playing there, one manual, mm -hmm. and then, uh, you hear the sound so beautiful. And, and then you're thinking, 1521, wow, that's a long time ago, 500 years. It's, it's like uh, probably uh, meeting uh, Mr. Sveling from the grave, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jan Peterson <laughs> Sveling, the grave. He stood up and said, wow, what you were playing. <laughs> yes, yes. It was uh, mo more or less his time, right? And, um, and basically, it, it should, he, should he have the short octave, right? And very yeah. limited uh, key range, right? Yeah. Yeah, does, yeah, does it yeah. go? Does it come up until A in the soprano, or G? Uh, I cannot remember. It was a long time ago that I played there. I played there for two, uh, two times, uh, yeah, many years ago. So uh, I played so many organs after that. So I can't right. remember till which E. Right. What was the first instrument that you played? Um, a pipe organ. 
Yes. Yeah, I was uh, in that period. I think it was early '80s, and uh, I was a accompanist from a from a youth choir, mm -hmm. and they uh, they made an, an, a recording in a church in Rotterdam, in the Lutheran church in Rotterdam, and uh, and that was my first. Uh, I can remember the day and I was so very enthusiastic I played on the pipe organ for the first time in my life I can remember right and uh, that was great it was an electric organ pipe organ uh, it isn't uh, it, it's, uh, it, it isn't in that church uh, they built a new organ maybe after my playing I don't know mm -hmm. but uh, yeah that was my first time on a pipe organ right I can re I can't remember the day I played you know, when people mention their first organ, pipe organ, they usually yeah. have this special connection, just like with girl, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. With lady. Uh, it's, yeah. it's the same. Uh, and uh, usually people remember what time of the day it was, even the oh, day yeah. of the week, right? They can yeah. even recreate the smell of the of the church inside you remember yeah. this wooden uh, the if if it was a old uh, church maybe old wood with uh, with some uh, um, special kind of smell you know that, yeah, that yeah. they have do do you remember that um, image no. image it's oh, called image no no i can i can remember i can remember. i i remember the church i remember the day and uh, it was evening but uh, not special, uh, that kind of thing. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but nevertheless, it, well, well, it's, it's it, the it is. It is. It is nearby the uh, the uh, the highway uh, around Rotterdam. Mm -hmm. So when I drive on the highway and I see that church, I'm always thinking, yeah, there. It was my first time in that church, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. It is. It is still now a very special place. Mm -hmm. and, and after that, and after that organ, so so many organs uh, you 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 played, but that first organ you. You remember always. It's always special. Right. Do yeah. you do you remember Aryan? What did you play there in that evening? Uh, Approximately. Yeah, and rejoice of a rough bone. Uh huh. <laughs> that was that was uh, for mixed choir and it was in a company. Yeah, so uh, a company. Okay, I remember that I played that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you play any improvisation that evening too? Oh, no, 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 no. no. And that, uh, and, uh, I, and, uh, it was before my study on the conservatory, and uh, I was uh, I was uh, I was very young, so I I can't remember that I have improvised there. Mm -hmm. When did you start to improvise? When did you start to improvise? Um, I don't know. I, of course, when I when I when I started to uh, to be an organist in church, it's in in Holland. Uh, you have you. Uh, I think we have a, a very special style of improvising mm -hmm. in, in Holland. Uh, in my church, in the Protestant church, there they have a lot of each each um, service. We have I think five, six, seven, maybe eight uh, hymn sings, sings community hymn sings. So you must improvise. Mm. And when I played, I played my first uh, service. I think it was ninety eight, ninety eight one, and uh, from that time, and I, and I was eighteen years old. So uh, from that time, you you, you must improvise. Mm -hmm. And maybe before, but I can't remember if I did it before. But I think so. I think so. I had in that period we uh, we went to a church here in Rotterdam each Sunday with my parents, and uh, it was my teacher. Later was my teacher Jan Brandrijk, and he uh, it was a very, very, very good and inspiring uh, improviser. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so I can I can remember when I get home after the service, I jumped on my organ and I tried to improvise like he did. And that was, uh, I think, yeah, that was for me, uh, I learned a lot of him. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I was a year, eight, 17, 18 years old, so I started with improvising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Inspired by, by him, him, by him, by the yeah, first yeah. teacher. Great. Yeah. So the Dutch tradition, of course, encompasses uh, a lot and lots of uh, improvisation, right? Just yeah, like, yeah. like the great French tradition too. Today, mm-hmm. it never ceases, never stopped. In many other countries, improvisation was not taught uh, for for. Uh, hundreds of years right yeah. because mm-hmm. may, maybe uh, repertoire take o- took over right and everybody wanted to play Bach and, and Frank and uh, those great masters right and yep. then yep. S- somehow improvisation your own creation didn't uh, wasn't so important anymore in many countries yep. but in the Netherlands it never stopped uh, being taught so so to say this continue you you do, do continue this swelling tradition from from 1600s right from yeah, yeah. 500 years old you still continue the same mm-hmm. the same thing so and, and there's so many different styles in in, in the Netherlands you uh, i have a, i have a lot of colleagues they are playing very very modern um, improvising in a in a modern way um, like Ligeti and the minimal right. minimal music that's uh, that's very often here and um, yeah and and, uh, and you have also the, the the old style popular styles a little bit like jazz and uh, you have so many different styles of improvising and that's very interesting for the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite approach or style to improvisation today? Or yeah, do, do you have I, one? You probably have uh, your your own unique right. Uh, Approach to I, have, yeah, I have my own style and it's, I, I see it as a very big compliment and when people are saying to me yeah I, uh, this uh, the way of improvising you you are doing is, is uh, yeah that's especially uh, Arjan Breukhoven style mm-hmm. I say. Right. so so, that, so is it is it possible to compare your style with any anybody else uh, is it like like the great French tradition no, 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 no. I think when when I, when I was young, my father uh, recorded each each week uh, um, uh, a program on the ra- Dutch radio, mm-hmm. and that uh, that was an organ program. And um, I think eighty ninety percent of everything they broadcasted was improv- improvisations. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, many years ago a few names that were very uh, very. Uh, uh, Famous here in the Netherlands, the Fijke Asma, and uh, we had here Klaas Jan Mulder and some names, Piet van Egmond, and they had uh, their own styles. And my father record, uh, recorded each week, and I have it on the, on the cassettes. What was it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, and and I played. Uh, they, they played it, and I copied it, oh. and I wrote it on the paper. On that the paper. Like and dictation. With, dictation. Yeah, yeah, and that that kind, of, that style of improv- improvising, uh, I, um, uh, I I play, and when I hear myself uh, on the recordings many years ago, you hear the style which I'm playing now till now, but uh, it's my own style. Maybe you can you can hear it on CDs or on 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 YouTube. You can hear it also. Right. And uh, but it, not only that style. When I studied on the conservatory in The Hague. I studied it on the Royal Conservatory in The Hague by Bert Matter. 
my teacher was Bert Motter, and Bert Motter, Bert Motter is, a, is, a, is a very, very, very good improviser. Mm -hmm. But in a modern style, like uh, minimal music, mm. it's great, great when he played. And uh, yeah, and I learned also improvising in that style. And of course, also like a Piscinium and a Fugue and a Passacaglia and a Trio, all that kind of uh, yeah. styles I, I, I learned on the conservatory. Mm -hmm. So all that information I have in my head, and uh, yeah, with all the, the knowledge, I, uh, I, I have my own style. You mentioned minimal style, right? Minimalistic. Yeah. It, it sounds very simple, right? You repeat yeah, yeah. one idea for five minutes, you change yeah. something for ten minutes, and then yeah. you, you continue in the same mode, right? And then, But it's not simple at all, I, I suspect, right? Well, it's not yeah. at all simple. It's very technical, right? If you continue think, this motor motion. Yeah, I think uh, it is, it is um, very difficult. But organ playing seems to be very simple. Mm -hmm. it seems I go, I go, I go next week to uh, to uh, to America for a concert tour, and uh, and they they asked they asked me uh, from, can we uh, change the program? I said uh, no. Because uh, it's, it seems to be very simple what I'm doing, so you can change everything. But I prepared everything for a long time, of course. So my program, I play this program, and uh, I can do an improvisation extra of some. But not, uh, you, you, it isn't possible to to play uh, to play uh, next week. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Completely different program, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. impossible. Mm -hmm. uh, I play also piano. And uh, a few times, a few months ago, they uh, they asked me uh, for a funeral service. It was in two three days. Can you play uh, the the second of Rachmaninoff? I said um, not in two days. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I hear it on the CD. It's very simple. Yeah, I know it's very simple, but not in two days. <laughs> and it was recorded so a long time ago, right? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So the people are thinking everything uh, on the organ is very simple to do. Also improvising, minimal music. But yeah, uh, find a good idea of of, uh, of a theme for for uh, for that improvising. Yeah, it's not simple, difficult. Yes. So. But great, great to do. Yes. And do you think it's important for the organists to learn some basics of improvisation today? Yeah, mm -hmm. think so. It's vital. And, uh, yeah, 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 in the Netherlands, sure, mm -hmm. but I, um, I don't know. In your country, uh, are, are they playing improvisations in uh, in church? Do yeah, you know? a, a little bit, of course, because the church sure. service is so unpredictable. So y y you better improvise uh, more yeah. than in, in uh, we, repertoire. Yeah, for example, we uh, when we have a service that started at ten a.m. Ten minutes before the service, in in Holland, it's it's usual to play an improvisation. So you must improvise for ten minutes. Okay, you can also play literature, but uh, every week, uh, every Sunday, two services, and then, as a I think, as an amateur to uh, to play uh, all uh, literature, it's very uh, in in a few months you have played everything. Maybe what you have, so it's simple to improvise. Yes, ten minutes. And then, simple, and, then, yeah. and then before each uh, hymn singing, you must improvise an intro. And in that intro, you must hear the, uh, the, the tempo, and you must hear the key, and you must hear the melody. So 
uh, yeah, it's better to improvise it. And when you uh, accompany the the uh, the people, so also make your own harmonization. Uh, and uh, and after after the, uh, the preach you can improvise, and then after the service you can improvise. So in the Netherlands, yeah, it's usual to uh, to improvise, mm -hmm. and that it's I think it is in the Protestantic church, and I think less in the Catholic churches. Mm -hmm. There are more liturgy, so. I think, uh, especially in the Protestant Arian, I've heard an opinion, a very scientific opinion, about uh, uh, written down compositions of early masters, that mm -hmm. majority of them were models for improvisation and composition. Do you agree that, yeah. that it's, it's just I, for models? I shall tell you a story. Mm -hmm. When you, uh, you, you know this one. You know it, right? Toccata of Bach, mm -hmm. and when you uh, see the, the notes, Bach was uh, in that period when he wrote this composition, uh, organist in Arnstadt, in the Bonifatiuskirche. I was in Arnstadt, and Arnstadt in that church, the Bonifatiuskirche, a little, very, very little church with the Wender organ, beautiful organ, but a little church. And when you see the composition, this uh, Toccata, you see after the first notes. And you must wait for a while. You recognize? Right. And then a second. And then you must wait a while. Strange. Yes. Very, very, very strange. He was organized in a little church without acoustic. Mm -hmm. And why must wait in this special point? It's like, I like, think, like I, he, he written as an example, probably, right? Yeah, I, th I think I think he uh, he traveled sometimes mm -hmm. on that very young age to Leipzig. Mm -hmm. Story also, and he he traveled to Leipzig and he played when uh, when he was a young guy in the Thomas Kirch. And then you have an acoustic. I think he improvised this composition, this later composition in uh, Leipzig, and he thought, "Wow, that's very good." So I think this was first an improvisation. And then, uh, and then he put it on the paper. Mm -hmm. So, as you told, uh, the, the great composers were also very good improvisators. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of uh, organists uh, can uh, get away with just playing the repertoire today. No improvisations, mm -hmm. right? In, in the concerts, yeah. at least. In recitals, yeah. in concert tour, tours. But in early days, it was very much required to, to be an organist, an improviser, and a composer at the same time, three in one, yeah. like mm -hmm. a good, like a good coffee, right? <laughs> Milk, yeah. coffee, and water, <laughs> three yeah. in one. As you, as you So, so, uh, do you think this tradition should uh, be uh, should should be treasured today also and? Uh, still continue to develop uh, improvisation and composition as well as the repertoire playing in the 21st century perhaps like, uh, I, I, um, every, every organist is free to do it mm -hmm. I think for me it is very interesting and very uh, joyful to do it mm -hmm. I play um, I, of course I play my literature and I, and I compose and I improvise and it's very nice to do but yeah um I think uh, every, everybody must must do uh, what they want mm -hmm. to do. But, 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 but when you want when you want to compose, mm -hmm. 
music, I think it's very important also to improvise, mm -hmm. to uh, to uh, train your 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 fantasy or your um, uh, creativity. Arian, do you agree with that statement that? Uh, that playing repertoire helps your improvisation yeah. and improvisation helps your repertoire playing as well yeah I'm going to uh, to the States next week and I have a master class on uh, one of the colleges in Iowa mm -hmm. and uh, they asked me to uh, to give a college to, to give a, a master class improvisation mm -hmm. and I thought what shall I tell that students and um, I, I want to tell them also to uh, to take uh, uh, the toccata well more mm -hmm. and try to improvise in that style of that toccata mm -hmm. or take uh, an, an another organ work and try to uh, to improvise in that style mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you have um, uh, yeah, yeah, you can make a copy no problem and uh, but try it try it mm -hmm. And it's very logical, right? Because in early days, uh, uh, people did that all the time. We have the uh, evidence from uh, Johann Ludwig Krebs, uh, the yeah. student of Bach. He wrote uh, A minor pre preludium, I think, in the style of Bach's F major toccata. Yeah, yeah. I, I think about what you, you talk about Bach. Mm -hmm. And when you see the er the early works of Bach, and you see uh, he visit he visited in Lübeck uh, Buxtehude, and he um, he visited uh, Georg Böhm, and you hear the influence of those two mm -hmm. composers in his early music, so it isn't strange. It isn't strange to use uh, other styles, other compositions, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, for an example for your. For your own composition, right. and then and then you can de develop your own style. It's like reading books, right? Uh, uh, text uh, books in in yeah. your own language or other languages. The more mm. books you read, the more uh, knowledgeable you become, and the more free you become to express your own ideas, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe and that's the same with music. Maybe one book won't change you, but uh, reading 100 books will definitely, yeah. definitely, you will become a, a different well, person. And also, and also, your banking account. <laughs> <laughs> Completely true. <laughs> yes. So, so, Arian, um, when you you remember your early days as an organ organist, uh, um, what was the most challenging? Thing for you when you just started playing. Do you remember the what was the most troublesome for you? The troubles for me. Mm -hmm. Pedal yeah. playing, maybe sight reading. Um, what was uh, the bass clef? Perhaps, perhaps not. But uh, do you remember what what made you the biggest troubles in the in the beginning? In the beginning, um, I think it was. Um, I started the first the first two years when I when I I, I told you the story about that uh, the girl the girlfriend and in that period uh, I had uh, the, the the music uh, was not uh, like a bicinium or something like that but it was um, with an accord on the left hand and on the right hand a melody and then on the on the with the pedals I, we had in that time uh, 13 pedals you know 
So the pom 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 pom, and that's all. And then with my with my left hand, only a chord, a C and the F, and and then after uh, one and a half, two years, uh, I uh, I get private lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I must learn to play with my left hand. And I can remember I must read on the F uh, key. So it was it was ter- very terrible. I thought, okay, I, that there was an F on the on the music on the score. So I thought, okay, yeah, F. That's the A, the C, and the F, and that's an F chord. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then I must learn with, it, with to play on with the F key. And that was uh, I can remember it was very terrible in the beginning. Do you mean F, F key or F uh, clef? The bass clef. Yeah. Clef, right? Yeah, I think the clef, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very strange sometimes for people who start with the treble clef, the G clef, in the right yeah. hand, and then suddenly they have to transfer their own thinking into the bass clef in the left hand and the pedals. Uh, it yeah. messes things up a lot uh, for a lot of people. Um, what helped you at that time to master the F clef? Do you remember? My, my teacher. Teacher, <laughs> right. <laughs> Play it as I say. Uh, and how long did it to- did it took uh, uh, you to master this clef? Uh, I, I can remember. It was it was not very long. But not very long, right? No, no, no. A few oh. months, probably. Maybe uh, not longer. Not longer. You know, I, I, I was ten, eleven years old, mm-hmm. and then you learn very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So. So. Would you say uh, f- for people who are frustrated with the ba- bass clef today, you know, maybe they are teenagers or maybe older pe- people playing the organ f- for for mm-hmm. a few months and they mm-hmm. discover this strange uh, bass clef and they say, "Oh no, I cannot do it." Would do you would you say that uh, that it just takes a few months and you will be master of that clef? Do you would uh, recommend to continue to play the organ or to drop and do something else? Always continue. <laughs> try it again and again and again. And and I think uh, search for a very good teacher. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. And 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 he or she will help you to learn everything. I think uh, I think I think very especially for young people there are no problems with the uh, with an with an instrument. But when you are inspired to to uh, to play it, you can uh, uh, you can do everything what you want. I think. When you go, Arian, to different organs, right, in different countries, yeah. don't you mm-hmm. don't you notice that they will they become your own teachers? The instruments, the organ will become your teacher if you listen, if you are sensitive. Um, I think I think they they are gonna be my teacher when they when it is a very old instrument of a very special instrument. Last month I played in uh, in uh, I had a tour to uh, concert tour to Germany in Austria, and I played in Germany in uh, in Thuringen in a in a little uh, little village that is called Warbis. Mm-hmm. And in that uh, Sant'Antonio Kirche there, there is a. a, a Reconstructed uh, baroque organ, and uh, it sounds very, very beautiful. And that organ, when you play it and you hear the temperature and you play Bach or the old music, then it be- it became your teacher because you are think uh, you know, what what is possible on this organ. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, now I'm going to uh, coming uh, next next Friday. I travel to America for seven concerts, and uh, and those organs are, uh, you know, I think, a little bit similar mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it is my teacher. I think it, I am the teacher of that organ. Right. You know what you to do. You you know what to do already. I want to. Yes, I know what to, what, what what I want to do and. Uh, uh, I have all the the, um, uh, the information about the organ. I have the photos. I've seen the keyboards, uh-huh. and then um, yeah, I prepare everything. Mm-hmm. It looks so easy, right? When Aryan plays uh, all over the world, travels, right? Yes. But it's definitely not so easy because you prepare, you do your homework, right? You do the I do research. My homework. I you... think I think it's the very most important thing to do your homework. Mm-hmm very good for 100 percent and uh, I want to know everything I want to uh, I want to know my schedule of the day and uh, the, when, when I go for, for a concert I told that people also I have each day uh, I need each day a few hours for study on the organ because each day I played on different organs now you know also this uh, each organ has its own stops and its own sound and uh, its own balance and his own acoustic in, in church, so you must prepare each concert for for a few hours, and uh, and then when you prepare yourself for 100% before a concert, you have no uh, nerve, mm-hmm. no problems, and uh, and when you concentrate yourself, it goes well. Right. But uh, but that's uh, that's the most important thing for me to prepare and to to have all the information before I go to an, mm-hmm. to to, mm-hmm. to the church. Do you, uh, Arian, practice uh, stop changes at the home uh, for your concert organ, for your target uh, organ as well? Uh, Im- imagining the stop changes in America, but yeah, being no. at the home, do you? Yeah, do not, no, not at home. I have my ideas mm-hmm. of my uh, of the works I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. I have the sound in my head mm-hmm. uh, when I go in in Holland or. Uh, Next month I go. No, it's September. Uh, on the 26th of September I go to record my new CD in Wiesbaden, in Germany, <clears throat> in the Markkirche. And then my son Matthijs uh, comes with me, and uh, he um, he uh, went for the first time with me when I was, I think, eight years old. And now he uh, he goes with every uh, recording and the most of the concerts he go with me, and uh, he knows everything about uh, my idea about uh, registration and he's also a very good organist he's studying on the conservatory in Rotterdam organ <clears throat> so um, uh, about the sound we talked about it mm-hmm. before the concert he knows what I want and then it's his business to uh, to get the organ uh, sounds most beautiful but so, when I go now so he, when he, I go now, he helps you right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's very nice we, we don't write anything on the music <gasps> I no see. registrations, and then, uh, for example, we are going out to uh, to uh, to Germany, and we do the same as we did uh, lot, two years ago in Finland. Mm-hmm. I recorded my uh, CD Finlandia in uh, in Turku, on a beautiful organ in Finland, the southern part of mm-hmm. Finland, and we uh, we went to the church in the morning, and the microphones were all ready, and uh, we are going to play, and um, no practicing. I see. And just from the beginning and uh, okay record we can start 
five minutes till now, or five seconds from now, okay? And then, uh, so uh, everything is in our head, what uh-huh. we want to registrate. H- how long did it take uh, for your son to read your mind, to learn to read your mind? Um, about music, you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> about changes of registration, Be- because of course no. he has to. Uh, now we, uh, for, for example, um, when when I when I play, um, I like to play also transcriptions mm-hmm. of orchestra. Now we um, we have now on the on the on the program the fifth of Beethoven, and um, what he do, and I do it too. We listen to the orchestra. What's happening in the orchestra? Mm-hmm. Another uh, another uh, interesting thing on Finlandia, or Sibelius. I played it on one of my CDs, and there is all, uh, on a few times in the beginning there are timpanis, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, then you can use some organist playing also that uh, transcription, but they use the couples of the pedals to the manuals. But I think it's impossible, and uh, a, a timpani sounds very low mm-hmm. without high uh, sound in it so right. don't use the couples and that's why we listen first we when we're going to play we listen first to uh, to the orchestra mm-hmm. and then we try to translate it to the organ mm-hmm. and that uh, and we talked about it and uh, you know uh, after so many years what I want so it's uh, yeah, very very nice I see. It helps, right, to have an assistant like that who reads your mind and uh, yeah, yeah. helps to helps to transfer the ideas from the composer's mind to your mind and to the listeners yeah. as well, without yeah. writing it down, right? On and very, and very unique. I think it's very unique what we have mm-hmm. because he he uh, he uh, is also uh, is is often an assistant of of other organists. And then I hear the the, uh, the formal teacher of Matthijs. He uh, he had a concert in Amsterdam last week, and he goes for two afternoons to the church, and to write everything 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 on the paper without the esti- uh, assistance. And then on the day of the concert, they are going on the afternoon, the third time of study, to church, and then uh, to uh, to practice with the assistants, and then uh, and then the concert. So he needs three. Uh, afternoons, I think nine, ten, eleven hours for preparate the uh, the registration. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure we can do it to start at eight without uh, preparation, and we I th- I'm sure we can do a concert without uh, preparation before. Just you, you two, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we, with, yeah, with yeah. him. But but yeah. uh, with different people, with with uh, with uh, people who don't know him very well, right? They have to spend a lot of time together, right? And, and yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. and preparing. Uh, you can you can look for example on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I played in uh, in Wiesbaden. You can see it on YouTube. I played in Wiesbaden, Finlandia, and that was the day before I had my concert. I had a concert that uh, in the uh, on twelfth. And uh, so we were there on the evening in church, and I recorded so uh, that Finlandia, and we haven't preparated. And you can see he improvise with registration, mm-hmm. so you can see it by your own what he is doing, can what you, we are doing. Can you, uh, Arian, improvise together with Matai to uh, together? No, no, not yet, not, not yet. yet. 
he is learning uh, he is learning on the conservatory uh, improvisation uh-huh. and uh, he must uh, develop his own style right and now it is more uh, um, the the the, uh, the old style he has two yes. uh, two teachers in Rotterdam you have two improvisation teachers and they're very good better than in my period in the in the Hague uh-huh. so many years they have two teachers one for the old style like Bach did you know the fugue improvise in the in a, you know it and uh, and there is also a teacher for the modern style mm-hmm. so put a record on the organ and uh, and do something what you want right so it's very f- uh, uh, flexible then the performer uh, improviser will become familiar with all the all possibilities for all older organs and newer yep. organs as well yeah mm-hmm. that's right very good so uh, when you um, go back in time in your early days Aryan, when you first mm-hmm. started playing the organ <laughs> is there anything you wish you knew that uh, might have helped you that you know now <laughs> no I was I think I was uh, I was lucky when I was young that I had um, that that the teacher I told you, Jan Brandwijk, the first teacher I had, the first real teacher, and uh, I hear I heard him each week on Sunday, and that was before I studied with him, and he he was so very 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 inspiring for me, and um, I think that was very important for me. So um, I think that is the, the, the answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you do something different if you if you had a chance to do it all over again? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more studying. More studying. More preparation. More studying, yeah. yeah, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, more and more and more. And that's a, that's a, that's a problem nowadays. You you have so many things to do. Mm-hmm. You have played so a lot of concerts, and uh, and uh, and I have three uh, very uh, big male choirs, mm-hmm. three times a week, and uh, you are playing piano, and you are composing, and I'm organizing a lot of things, concerts, etc. So um, I must find every 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 day a few hours for 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 a study. Mm-hmm. I study each day a few hours, but uh, I want to study more, but. When you get older and more work to do, then it's impossible to study the whole day. When you become famous like yourself, it's become becoming uh, harder and harder to to uh, to find time for practicing. Don't you think? Yeah, because yeah, I think you so. have so many activities. Yeah, so, so many activities. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for people around the world who are not so famous as you, right? Probably you can you can um, tell that. Don't worry about being famous, right? Because treasure the time that you have now, because you are the master of that time. Because nobody can disturb you now, right? And when you are famous, you have to fight for your time. Agree. Yeah, agree. But about famous, uh, I think um, some people are saying to me, "You're playing so very well, and uh, and I can I cannot do it as you." I said, "There's one thing. The most important thing is, do you like what you are doing?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everybody saying, "Yes, of course. I, I like to play the organ." I I said, "Okay, you you can be famous. Okay, they're very nice, but 
it's more important to enjoy what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And when you're playing the organ only at home, and when you like it, and we, uh, you have fun, and it, is, it, it gives you so many uh, joy each day, I think that's the most important thing. More than to be famous. That's for a short time. Mm -hmm. Better to like it. You're so right, and uh, your words of wisdom will be so inspiring, Arian, today. And be before we close our conversation, I want uh, our listeners to find out more about you, right? Uh, can yeah. you tell our listeners where they can find you and your work online? Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I have my own website, mm -hmm. of course, and that's and uh, a few of my uh, videos are on YouTube. You can look at it. And on my website, you can. Uh, you, I have also a web shop, so you can buy several CDs. And you can listen also on my uh, on my web shop. Uh, the first minute of each uh, organ work, you can listen to it. So when you want to buy something, you can hear what you are buying. Let's spell the the website, okay? www.ar uh, J A N B R E U K H O V E N dot N L. Great, yeah, <laughs> great. Great, long name, but very, very fantastic, uh, fantastic yeah. interview. So, thank yeah. you so much, Arian, for your time and inspiration today. I wish you uh, amazing travels ahead of you. Cre yeah, thank you. Creative and brave improvisations and compositions <clears throat> too. So, and um, uh, stay in good health. That helps too. I I want to say about health. Uh, sport, sport. Each week, I, I do uh, three times a week jogging. Ah, and good. That's, great. that's one. And uh, and I want to end with one thing. I, I said it uh, a few minutes ago. For everyone who is listening, uh, it's very organ is so beautiful, a magnificent or, uh, instrument, the biggest instrument of the world. And. Um, where you are playing, you're, maybe you're playing in beautiful churches and beautiful organs, or maybe you are playing at home, only at home on your organ. I think the most important thing, uh, uh, enjoy playing. Mm -hmm. Play with your heart. And that's the most beautiful thing what you can do. Because your art, your um, playing, the sounds of the organ, really sometimes uh, have healing powers. For sure. your, at least sure. for your soul, if not for the body. Sure. Mm -hmm. No, no, very, very, very good. Thank you so much, Arian, and let's keep okay. in touch. It was great to do, Vidas. Thank you. Fantastic. If you liked this conversation, I encourage you to visit my blog, Secrets of Organ Playing, at organduo.lt where you will find lots of insights, practical advice and training for every area of organ playing. You can subscribe to this blog for free to get your daily dose of inspiration and to be the first to know when any of my future podcasts roll out. I hope to help you reach your dreams in organ playing. I'm Vida Spinkavitus. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you online really soon.